Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. For things like broken headlights and tinted windows, we'll explain. The federal investigation into Dan Snyder and the commanders questions a $55 million loan. I'm Megan Cloherty. They are Republicans running against Donald Trump for president, but they are still unwilling to criticize him. What's going on there? We'll talk to Politico. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. U.S. Supreme Court justices hear arguments on two challenges to President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. U.S. Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogar representing the Biden administration. It was critical relief that was rushed out at the beginning of this devastating pandemic to ensure that we didn't see spikes in delinquency and default across the nation. More from CBS's Jan Crawford. There is deep skepticism among those conservative justices uh, who think that on something this major, half a trillion dollars, 43 million people possibly affected, that there is no way that that's not something that Congress should also be involved in, that the White House just can't go off and do this kind of major issue, policy issue on its own. In California, officials have ended the state of emergency resulting from the COVID crisis. CBS's Steve Futterman. In March of 2020, in the early days of the pandemic, Governor Gavin Newsom declared a state of emergency and the state of California. At that time, only 53 people in the state had tested positive. Today, the number is more than 11 million. Newsom says the state of emergency is able to end because California is better prepared. There is also a COVID vaccine. California currently has the 11th lowest COVID death rate in the country. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. GM is cutting some salaried and executive jobs. WWJ's Jeff Gilbert in Detroit. GM not characterizing the cuts as layoffs, rather saying it's part of a cultural shift to become more performance-oriented and accountable. No specifics, but the company's using the word small numbers to describe the cuts. They come as GM looks to cut $2 billion in costs over the next two years. A Florida man accused of killing three people in a series of shootings last week will face additional first-degree murder charges. 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses had already been charged with the murder of a woman in the Orlando suburb of Pine Hills. He'll now face murder charges in the deaths of a TV reporter and a 9-year-old girl. Orange County Sheriff John Mina. I just think that when people continue to be arrested over and over again, they just need to be held accountable. In California and Nevada, a blizzard warning for the western slopes of the Sierras and winter storm warning for areas including Lake Tahoe and Reno continues until early tomorrow morning. Meantime, the northeast sees its first significant snow. CBS's Errol Barnett reports from Bristol, Connecticut. Now, the next danger here in the northeast is the temperature. With the mercury dropping below freezing, it means that roads that otherwise might appear wet could be hiding black ice. Drivers will need to move carefully. Stocks fall on Wall Street. The Dow closes down 232 points. This is CBS News. Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. 8.03 here on WTOP, Tuesday night, February 28th, 2023. Georgetown at 52, maybe down to the 30s overnight.
Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A man is dead after police say he pulled a gun on U.S. Marshals executing a warrant on him in southeast D.C. As WTOP's Mike Marillo reports from near the scene, it all started around 1 this afternoon. Two U.S. Marshals are trying to serve a warrant on the man on 3rd Street Southeast. As they attempted to apprehend uh, this person, there was a slight or a short, very short um, foot pursuit that occurred. And at some point when trying to arrest the man, D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says the man pulled out a gun, and that's when U.S. Marshals opened fire, killing the man. On if the man fired the gun? I can't confirm that he didn't fire shots. I don't know that. I know that we have a firearm uh, located on the scene, but I don't know if he fired any shots. It's unclear what the warrant was for. D.C. Police is investigating the shooting. In Southeast, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Metro says it's working on bringing back more rail cars so the trains come by more quickly to pick you up at that platform. Metro technicians are developing a plan based on data from the NTSB for making improvements to the rail car wheels. The project could take three years and the cost would be $55 million. The 7,000 series rail cars, the newer ones, raise safety concerns because their wheels can shift too far apart on their axles. This brought on a derailment near Arlington Cemetery in October of 2021 that sidelined all the new rail cars for a time. They're slowly coming back online. Redevelopment along what's being called the Blue Line Corridor is the top economic priority in Prince George's County. County leaders have continued to sell their version of what's to come. About $770 million is already being invested by black developers here in Prince George's County, just right here along Central Avenue. And so County Executive Angela Alsobrooks' message is simple. Oh, get in now. She held her event here in the Hampton Park area of Central Avenue. It's just inside the Beltway. Her vision for this corridor is the type of transit-oriented development you see in Arlington and Montgomery County. There's a lot of opportunity here. Brandon Bellamy's The Velocity Companies is behind this project here. He's also a graduate of nearby Central High and still a county resident. We shouldn't have 40 years where our metro stations were underdeveloped, right? So a lot of times it's a, it's a perception issue. Along Central Avenue, John Dome and WTOP News. Montgomery County Council Member Will Jawando introduces a bill tonight that would prohibit police from making traffic stops for certain non-moving violations. Now, under the bill, you would not be stopped for a defective headlight or a taillight, window tinting, offenses related to licensing and registration, and minor obstructions of the windshield. The bill is aimed at reducing racial disparities in traffic stops. You would also not be stopped for jaywalking. Another big story this evening, Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder's future is on the agenda for discussion at upcoming committee meetings in Florida ahead of the NFL meeting in Arizona in late March. The Associated Press is hearing from a person familiar with the docket who says voting to kick Snyder out remains a possibility this spring. And here's part of the reason. When Snyder parted ways with his minority owners two years ago, it was over a $55 million loan the other owners didn't know about. ESPN reports that loan is now the focus of a federal financial misconduct investigation into the team and owner. When three billionaires who owned 40% of the then-Washington football team franchise sold their shares in 2020, it wasn't an amicable parting. ESPN reports the minority stakeholders didn't know about Dan Snyder's $55 million loan taken out with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell's blessing. Reportedly, when they asked the NFL to investigate financial misconduct, they were pushed into mediation to sell their shares. A grand jury investigating financial misconduct has issued subpoenas for financial documents, according to ESPN sources. The Washington Post reports should Snyder sell the team, he's asked Goodell and other NFL owners to shield him from legal and financial liability should any information from the league's workplace investigation leak. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Snyder and the team deny he asked for protection from the NFL. Still ahead here on WTOP, is real estate a cash business? Stay with us this evening. We'll have all the latest for you.
when there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Woo! Mornings on WTOP News. No, 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going right to Bob Imler in the traffic center. On the Beltway on the inner loop, we are slow from 355 to a point before Connecticut Avenue. There is an incident which I believe to be on the shoulder. Could be blocking a lane on the right side, but I believe it is out of the roadway and getting a lot of attention. Not sure if it's an incident like a crash or a broken down car. On 270, there are no delays. Frederick County still has the crash on the cleanup on uh, northbound 15 and eastbound 340 headed toward Frederick. Still diverted onto Mount Zion Road as a result. But traffic headed away from Frederick. The lanes are open. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway running pretty well around the Beltway through Prince George's County. And on the Virginia side, no delays. 395 and 95 are running well. So is 66. Now in Warrington, southbound 29 bypass has been reopened. That crash is cleared. No longer being diverted at Business 29 toward 211. So all lanes are now open in Warrington on Route 29. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inglund, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Amelia Draper. Here and chilly out there as we look to the end of February. Overnight lows tonight falling into the 30s. Now, January and February closing out as the third warmest on record. And to date, this is the warmest year on record. We are the fourth as far as the least amount of snowfall is concerned. So kind of incredible out there. Our winter continues to be very lacking. And now that we look to the beginning of meteorological spring tomorrow, well, it's starting off with temperatures a good 10 degrees above normal in the low 60s with mostly sunny skies and a bit of a breeze. There's the chance for a morning shower on Thursday, and then temperatures soar to near 70. Again, a bit breezy out there and a bit breezy on Friday, but a rainy, cold day out there on Friday with Temperatures only in the 40s and low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Rockville is at 45, Ashburn 48 degrees, District Heights 45, and some of us down to near freezing tonight in the suburbs, even the upper 30s inside the Beltway. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 810. It's money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A choppy month on Wall Street ended with a choppy but lower session led by the Dow. Dow Industrials fell 232. The S&P lost 12. The Nasdaq dropped 11. With mortgage rates roughly double where they were a year ago, more home buyers are paying cash. The real estate data firm Adam says the share of cash buyers reached a nine-year high in 2022. The Southeast led the U.S. with the largest share of cash buyers. Warby Parker added more foot traffic and customers last quarter thanks to its growing number of brick-and-mortar stores. The eyewear retailer narrowed its losses versus a year earlier, but still fell short of Wall Street forecasts. With tensions between the U.S. and China on the rise, Apple's Chinese suppliers are racing to move production to other countries. iPod maker Gore-Tec is one. It's investing in a new factory in Vietnam and is also looking at India. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets are mixed tonight. Australia's ASX 200 is down a fraction. Tokyo's stock's down about a tenth of a percent. South Korea's Kospi is up nearly half a percent. The 2024 Republican presidential field begins to take shape, but these uh, opponents of Donald Trump, they don't have a lot of critical words for him. 
Is that the base again? Are we seeing a repeat of 2016 of sorts? We'll check it out here on WTOP in a few minutes with Politico. Now, 811. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. It's 8-12. For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most online master's degrees and graduate certificates. Enroll now through this spring to save. Find out if you qualify and learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chev. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery, learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. Good evening. A quick look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. A secret $55 million loan under investigation by a grand jury may be the latest legal headache for Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder. The future of President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan faced a critical test at the U.S. Supreme Court today as oral arguments were heard in two cases. We're expecting the decisions to come out in the spring or summer. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. In just about a minute, we'll take a look at campaign 2024 and how some opponents of Donald Trump, even some announced candidates in the Republican primary, are loath to criticize him. Stay with us. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need every time you listen. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. It's now 8.15 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. We appreciate you having you here tonight. It is campaign 2024 on WTOP. Not only 
for President Trump's base? Does it remain fairly large and extremely loyal? But even people running against Trump in the GOP presidential primary are unwilling to be critical of him. Political reports, New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, who once used the F word in relation to the former president, he has recently pledged his support uh, for Donald Trump if he is the 2024 nominee. And Sununu may run himself, of course. Nikki Haley, who is an announced Republican presidential candidate, will only say she's not focused on her former boss. We talk about all this with Politico National Political Correspondent David Siders tonight. This is really becoming the defining feature of the early primary stages here. The reason that you don't see Trump's opponents attacking him forcefully, the, the reason is that they can't afford to offend his base. And that base, the always Trump component of the GOP, you know, somewhere between... 25 and 35 percent of the party. It's, it's big. Is it a little smaller than it used to be? Yes. I think that's definitely true that, that Trump's support has waned. And so if you're looking at this primary, you know, hoping that Trump doesn't come through, then I, I think you do take some encouragement from the fact that his numbers have fallen in the past year. Is there any reason to believe that Trump will approach this campaign any differently than the others? And what I'm getting at is I haven't seen him roll out too many nicknames. Uh, I guess Ron DeSantis being the big exception. He doesn't seem to be attacking Nikki Haley or Sununu or anybody, or maybe I'm looking in the wrong places. No, I, I think you're right that we haven't seen the primary really take off yet, but I think that's largely a function of Ron DeSantis not yet being in the race. For him, it's, in fact, he said, the more the merrier. It's better for him if there are more competitive candidates in the field who aren't him uh, than just Ron DeSantis. But I suspect when DeSantis gets in, this will not be a... To kind of build upon what you've said there, does it look like we're headed for another nomination of Donald Trump on the Republican side? I don't know that we're necessarily headed for it, but it's definitely a likely scenario. I mean, it's he is a front runner, if not the front runner, and there will be a race. Right now, it's a little bit different than 2016 because there are two very prominent Republicans, not so much the huge field. But that can change. I mean, those numbers go up and down. We, Scott Walker was at the top of the pack in 2015. And, and I think if this becomes muddled and becomes a you know a scenario where there isn't Trump and Ron DeSantis, but there's Trump, Ron DeSantis, and pick one or two other Republicans as credible alternatives, then I do think there's a chance that we repeat what happened in 16. That's Politico's David Siders. He's on Skype as we take a look at these early weeks, really, in the presidential campaign on the Republican side. Stay close to WTOP, your election source for the latest. Now 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks... Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Montgomery County, interloop heavy and slow from 355 to a point before Connecticut Avenue. Some sort of incident was along the right side. I believe they got it out of the roadway, and speeds are beginning to pick up at the front of the line now. So a little bit better there. It's the only spot on the Beltway where things are still quite slow. And near Frederick, in Frederick County, in fact, on 340 and 15 headed toward Frederick, traffic is still diverted to Mount Zion Road from a longstanding truck crash. Still a lot of cleanup to do there. Heading away from Frederick, your lanes are open on 270. No delays to report. Southbound on 95 after 198. There is a minor crash on the left shoulder. Don't think they're blocking anything there. Baltimore-Washington Parkway is running well, as does 50 out to the Bay Bridge. And in Virginia, on 66, running well both inside and outside the Beltway. And traffic on both 395 and 95 also running without any incident or delays right now. Things are moving pretty well toward Fredericksburg and beyond. And 29 southbound. Uh, at the Warrington Bypass, that crash there has completely cleared and all lanes have been reopened. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast, and we're going to Amelia Draper. 
To date, 2023 is currently the warmest year on record, and after a high temperature today of 64, we continue to track above normal temperatures tomorrow, Thursday, and then over the weekend as well. Now, tonight, it's a cold night with clear skies, temperatures falling into the 30s. So after a cold start tomorrow morning, we'll warm up similar to today with highs in the upper 50s to low 60s and mostly sunny skies. There's the chance for a morning shower on Thursday, but plenty of dry time. Otherwise, partly sunny skies and mild with high temperatures near 70. Rain is looking likely on Friday with highs only in the 40s and low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Well, tonight in Upper Marlboro, we're at 45. Centerville, 50. D.C., 52. But dropping to almost the freezing mark in the suburbs tonight and the upper 30s closer to the Beltway. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. A little more about the cherry blossoms. We certainly don't want freezing temperatures coinciding with them. We'll tell you the latest coming up here on the planned spring festivities. Stay with us on WTOP at 820. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. You're listening to WTOP News. 821, the cherry blossom experts are scheduled to give their peak bloom projection tomorrow. And we do emphasize it's just a projection that can change a few times. The date may or may not coincide with the National Cherry Blossom Festival set for March 20th to April 16th. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, leaders of the festival and the representatives of the Park Service will gather tomorrow to announce the peak bloom date and, of course, full coverage here and at WTOP.com. D.C.'s continuing battle against plane and helicopter noise moves forward again. Congressional Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton is leading the charge. Norton has introduced a bill that would make helicopters fly at the highest permissible altitude when they're over the city. The only exceptions would be active law enforcement investigations, moving the president and vice president and anything related to safety. The Democrat says this is part of a multi-pronged approach to cracking down on helicopter noise. It's one of the biggest complaints from her constituents. 822. The 24th annual D.C. Independent Film Forum returns this week. It runs tomorrow through Sunday at Landmark's E Street Cinema. WTOP film critic Jason Fraley. We just had our high school film festival. We are teaching animation nowadays, helping the general public see what goes on behind the films. Executive Director Deirdre Evans Pritchard invites you to Divine Instinct. By a Maryland director, James Gosser. He's made a documentary about a sculptor named Gary Spinoza, who makes fantastic work and has retreated into the woods to live his life. You also don't want to miss the cannabis kung fu of the smoke master. That is a wild ride of kung fu with the Chinese mafia thrown in and the argument that you must be high to be good at Kung Fu. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Some high school students have their sights set on college. Others want to jumpstart careers. 
Regardless, D.C. wants to make sure either path leads to success. Most restaurants you visit, you've probably visited because someone recommended it to you. This student here at Jackson Reed High School is studying hospitality. He's already learned an important lesson. Customer satisfaction is essential to any business. You don't run without your customers, so to keep them happy is to keep your business happy. D.C. School Chancellor Lewis Farabee says career and technical education offers more than 30 industry-recognized certifications in every from healthcare to robotics to HVAC systems. We know when students are engaged in career technical education programming, they're much more prepared for what's next after graduating from high school. In Northwest, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Breakups are awful, but junk food will not make you feel any better. I'm Cooper Lawrence, health and wellness expert, and this is all well and good. We've all been there. After a bad breakup, all you want to do is curl up with your best friends, Ben and Jerry. But doctors warn that breakups by themselves can cause actual physical pain. Headaches, muscle aches, feeling sick to your stomach and lack of appetite. Well, junk food may make you feel better psychologically, but doctors warn that sugar and processed foods will only make your symptoms worse. A balanced diet can be the remedy to make you feel better faster. It's already known that eating a healthy diet with fresh fruit, vegetables, and fish is a real mood booster. Remember, it's important to take care of yourself after a breakup. I'm Cooper Lawrence, and this is All Well and Good. Start your weekend with original reporting. Welcome to CBS Saturday Morning. And the good things in life. Live music right. and variety. Bring me a little more wonder into the world. That's a great thing. Watch CBS Saturday Morning. Welcome to the weekend. On CBS. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 825 as we turn to Rob Woodfork. All right. The Wizards in a close one in Atlanta. All knotted up at 47 apiece. Two and a half minutes left to go until halftime. And Kyle Kuzma's entered the chat. 14 points uh, on the night. Five of ten from the floor. He struggled in that loss in Chicago. So good to see his shot uh, coming back. Bradley Beal, seven of ten. 15 points to lead all scorers in the game. And uh, shout out Denny Avdia. Ten rebounds already. And uh, four of those on the offensive glass. Uh, Patriot League tournament, round one at uh, American. The Eagles uh, leading Bucknell by a score of uh, 47 to 40, uh, roughly midway through the second half. And uh, we are uh, fast approaching Friday's NHL trade deadline. The Capitals making a pair of deals today. Young defenseman Rasmus Sandin coming to Washington from Toronto in exchange for Eric Gustafson and the first round pick they just acquired in last week's trade with Boston. In a separate deal, the Caps dealt Marcus Johansson to Minnesota for a third round pick. The blockbuster in Chicago, Blackhawks star Patrick Kane being traded to the New York Rangers for multiple draft choices. The Washington Commanders, as expected, placed the franchise tag on Deron Payne, but at the NFL scouting combine, Ron Rivera was asked about this week's multiple reports on the ownership situation. I've been in meetings all morning, so I, I'm really not sure where you're at, but you know, it's really nice to be here because we're looking for football players. And if they find one as elusive as Rivera was uh, answering that question, this team might actually be good. Uh, we have more on this topic coming up with George Wallace at 845. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. And if that wasn't enough, a secret loan at the center of a grand jury investigation into the financial dealings of Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder. That's what Rivera was being asked about today. We've got all the details on the way on WTOP. Thompson Creek Window Company designs, builds, and installs replacement windows that are built specifically for our climate. Without the middleman market.